Performance on Demand Podcast, number 12. It's five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Performance on Demand podcast with Craig and Jeremy, where you will learn all things endurance sports from training and nutrition to mental strength. Everything you need and want to know in one place. Welcome everyone to the Performance on Demand podcast. I'm your host, Craig Willard. What's up, Jeremy Brown? Well, hello, Craig Willard. How are you? Good, man. I'm good. I, I got to be honest, I've... I just opened up a Corona, and uh, <laughs> I feel pretty good about now. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Belgian white shock top is the choice of the, uh, yeah. of the. I've not had that. Is it pretty good? It's a little little summery. Yeah, yeah it's still it's still very much summer down here in Houston. So, well, uh, that's true. I be I should be able to drink this until about December first, based on the weather cycles down here. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, ours uh, here in Kentucky, weather is starting to turn. It's getting a little cooler in the uh, in the evenings. Uh, it was still pretty hot days, but um, you know, football is coming, which means cooler weather is on its way, and I'm Absolutely. pretty appreciative of that. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm looking forward to coming up there in October for Ironman Louisville. I'm looking forward to actually getting the experience of fall. I've been in the South, like the Deep South, for uh, several years, ten years now, and um, it, it's always nice to go somewhere where there is a fall. Yeah, and you get the crisp air and you know all that good stuff. So, so uh, looking forward to that. So basically, the only fall you experience is tripping over your own feet. <laughs> Absolutely, that's the only fall we get down here. It goes, it goes straight from summer to to winter. Okay, well, let's get into this success. What is it? What do people know about it? How can they either adjust their thoughts on it or whatever? This is really a unscripted form of just the conversation around the word success. And so, yeah, Jeremy, and- you want to you want to roll with it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's how we always do things. You know, yeah. it's just kind of shoot the hip because we both we both have different ideas, but similar ideas. And you know, when you said that, it actually sparked a thought in my head when you said, you know, success. What is it? I think it's a. I think it's dangerous. The word itself is dangerous. Um, it's a good thing, you know, because it's it kind of gives us a goal. Um, but the word, I think, the word success can can almost be toxic to the things we're doing or what our true values in life are, our true goals are. Um, and so, you know, by, by definition, you know, it's, it's the accomplishment of an aim or purpose, which, okay, that's a pretty fair definition. I could, I could go with that. But the thing is, is that I think sometimes we put so much stock and value in that aim or purpose or that, um, the, the idea behind being successful, because if you think about it, you know, you, you go and ask someone. I guess a hot topic right now is Donald Trump. Ask him if he's successful. He might be, but does that mean he's happy? Does that mean he kind of settles right. in? No, he doesn't. Yeah. But you know, that's the thing is, I at times I feel that, and I'm going to argue with myself on this podcast because I, I I am on the fence about it. But I believe that sometimes success is something that maybe not truly be attainable the way that we seek it and the way that we go after it. And I'd love to hear your your you know your counter your counter thoughts to that because you know to me it's almost like you know we we're going after this this lofty goal, this thing way out there that could be possible with a lot of you know blood, sweat, tears, commitment, and you know in the triathlon world, that's exactly what we're willing to give. 
But it's funny because when we get to where we said we'd be successful, we're not even looking at that place anymore. We're already looking 10 steps ahead. Right. And so, you know, we kind of get caught up in that. Um, we kind of forget what we define as success, I guess. Well, it's a subjective word. I mean, success to you may be getting out of bed in the morning. Success to me may be, you know, going out playing golf and, you know, scoring 72 on a par 70 or, you know, that it's so subjective that I think people put so much weight into it that they actually use it as a definer of themselves. That is, Ah. if I am not successful, then I must be a failure. I must be incompetent. um, And I probably should just quit because I don't want to feel like this any longer. Right. Have you, you know, you probably experience people that seem like that. Uh, and it's more about just their perspective of what success is. It doesn't have to be a definer. However, success really comes from, you know, when we talk about goal setting, we have, uh, we have the process, the performance, and the outcome goal. And generally speaking, we seek outcome goals as a level of success. Uh, sometimes it's even money or position or you know whether it's being hired for a role, um, marriage, whatever it may be, but those things, you know, we put weight on them, we put a lot of tension on them because we feel they define us. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that, and and you know it's funny as you were as you were going through that, I was kind of envisioning these things and visualizing stuff and. It took me back to when I was in Boulder about a month ago, and you know I was climbing up this mountain. First time I'd ever climbed a true mountain, and I, it just kind of hit me. I had this little epiphany that, based on what I had said a minute ago about sometimes we'll get to what we judge as or what we had said would be our successful when we'd be successful, but we're not happy there. And it's like you know I'd climb up this mountain, and I'd get up to it's you know eight thousand feet, and I'd get up you know to the seven thousand seventy five hundred feet higher than I've ever been before, more successful. Than I'd ever been before in that regard. And I didn't truly enjoy the views I had when I got to that point where I said, I want to be on the edge of that mountain right there. I want to be on the edge of that cliff face. And when I got there, it wasn't good enough. I wanted to go to the next one, to the next one. So I didn't appreciate where I was at because for me, I didn't, I don't, I, I, I just like you had said, I kind of deemed myself as a failure because I wasn't to the top quite yet. Well, yeah. What you said earlier, when you talk about what it, what you thought it was going to feel like and it didn't, that's a deterrent for a lot of people. Oh, this is, this is what it is. Well, and a lot of that comes from feeling like, okay, I've arrived and this is it. This is, I mean, it's beautiful and this is, this is great, but you know, I, I, I almost feel like when we say success, when, when we've met success or we've become successful, it's like an end result. It's like the journey's over. And that's to me, that's part of this is to experience success as if we want to use the word success uh, is that we use it not as an outcome, but as learning. And so to me, success is just learning. And, and, and as long as you are always learning, even if you receive a result uh, that is not what you expected, well, you've learned something from that. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, yes. Definitely. And it's funny when you said that, um, it, it makes perfect sense when it, it just clicked with me when you said that, you know, deeming yourself successful or getting to a certain place where you said you'd be successful. 
is essentially like putting, you know, the final period on the end of, of a college paper, yeah. you know, your last paper in college. Oh, I'm done. Well, right. you know, in the sport triathlon, how many people ever get to a certain level and they're like, okay, I'm happy here. I'm good. You know, we don't ever get to the end of that journey. I, I don't believe that we do. You know, I think that, that the sport that, that we're all in love with is, is one that is a lifetime sport. It's a lifestyle sport. It's something that, that changes you and helps to shape the rest of your life. And it's something that whether it's swimming, biking, running, or all three together, you'll do for the rest of your life. And so, um, you know, it's funny. I, I deal with several athletes and I, I myself was this athlete years ago, looking back on some old blog posts and, and workouts and, you know, Facebook always does that thing where they show you what you said four years ago or whatever. And I look back at it and I kind of laugh. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm one of my athletes right now. Like just reading what I said then, because it's like we put such precedence on that. I'm sorry, or such, such power on that outcome on that. I will be, you know, so-and-so if I finish in X place or if I can, yeah, I got an athlete now that he doesn't believe he can do an Olympic distance triathlon here in a couple of weeks. And I hope he listens to this because I've been pounding on him. He's just a swim athlete of mine, but he has to be able to swim 1500, which is an Olympic distance before the race to be, to think he can do it. Sure. And I'm like, hey, so now he's, he, he actually did it over the weekend and now he is successful in his head. He, he has allowed himself mm-hmm. to go ahead and do this race. And so, you know, in that capacity, I think that success in that usage of it can actually be a limiter to our true potential and to truly enjoy the journey. Yeah. You made a point there. And I think a lot of people do this. I believe that we, we weigh our confidence on what we feel is success. For example, you know, when you're talking about him swimming, needing to swim this, you know, X distance before Mm -hmm. the race to know that he could do it. Really what he needed was confidence. There wasn't, there wasn't any success, so to speak, in performing it because he really could do it but it was more about confidence than it was about success and so I, I wonder how many listeners actually think confidence and success kind of marry each other I, you know just kind of a random thought i just had yeah that would be that would be something interesting to know because um again i think that I think it is possible. I'm not discrediting people who are successful, whether it's professionally, uh, you know, in their in their lives, as far as business, as far as families, as far as the sport. Uh, anyone thinks they're successful. I'm not discrediting the word, but I almost think that that word to me, the more I think about it, becomes more of like an aura, almost like a uh, um, almost like a marker, as you said earlier, almost like a marker to just who we are as a person, you know, is as a definer of, well, if I don't get here, then I won't be this, you know, if I don't get that promotion, then I'm just, I'm just not good at my job. Or if I don't, you know, swim these one hundreds on the one thirty, I'm just a bad swimmer. Right. Well, no, you're actually a really good swimmer. You've just got some kind of screwed up, uh, goals thrown out there. You know, you, your, your goal setting is a little bit off. Well, we talk about that exact thing and back in our podcast for goal setting, that you know there really isn't if you think about it there really isn't failure in that in that regard so you know you set a target you set some sort of goal and you shoot towards it and it's not always going to be perfect in fact you wouldn't want it to be perfect you wouldn't want it to be easy you want it to be hard and, and i remember seeing pictures online of someone that said that success maybe looks like a line and then they said real success and it's like squirrely it looks like spaghetti lines all over the place and finally they've arrived where they where they wanted to arrive 
Yep. And so really, you know, failure doesn't exist in the sense that you have an, an action, you, you're doing something and the result is not what the outcome that you said is. So what do you do? You readjust to that goal and you continue to move forward. Now, you might have succeeded in, I mean, you could succeed to fail. You could succeed to succeed. You could succeed to do whatever, uh, to blow up a relationship, to, you know, have, you can succeed to be argumentative. I mean, but what the value, what is the value of the word? And so I even question whether it's even useful and yeah. should it be something that, I mean, I even wrote a book about, you know, the number one thing to be successful, the number one thing to be successful is in that book was goal setting. And I truly believe that to an extent, but the more I really dig into this, I, I like you, I question myself and I say, you know, the older I get, the more I think the only thing that matters in success is happiness. And Ooh. am I happy? Ooh, I see what you did there. Because if I'm happy, everything is successful. I mean, you know, we have our ups and downs, but it's the main part of me is, is happy. And, you know, it's when somebody runs their first Ironman and maybe it's twice as slow as they've ever done any sort of training and they worked through it and they completed it, but they're happy. The result is they were successful. Right. They were easy on themselves in that regard. Which essentially is, is how, how do you judge yourself based on performance? It's kind of, uh, I guess, the, the, the metric if you want to put together like an equation is it just kind of what you were saying my um my current happiness with my performance based on my experience over time equals my success and right. and to me um you know i i think the more that we talk through this because this is something that you know i just uh, i threw this question up last week and said hey let's talk about this and then right. I, I mentioned it again today and the more that we kind of talk through it i realized that success or lack thereof in a in an athlete's mind I think can come from um, maybe lack of lack of effective goal setting. I think that it can come from um, maybe being distracted by an outcome, and we've talked about this before in our other podcast. Being being so distracted by an outcome and how we're going to judge ourselves, whether we're outcome A, B, or C, and and how we're going to consider our efforts to that point to where we we don't really appreciate where we were and it's kind of the whole journey theory you know yeah i think that there's two you know when we talk about using success the two critical things one what you said which was goal setting it's very critical but it's also important to recognize that you know as a human we're not athletes we're not you know husbands and wives and aunts and uncles and co-workers we're just humans and we must, and it's not a should, it's a must, we must understand that success has nothing to do with defining us as an individual. Because I know some really cool people who, you know, if you think about, what, you know, if I say, name me five successful people, they're probably going to be millionaires, they're going to be on TV, they're going to be probably actors, basketball players, athletes. Right. You know, they're not, they're not going to be what we consider the commoners, they're more of the outliers. Right. But the They're reality definitely of, outside the bell curve. Yeah. The reality of it is half those people and I'm not I'm not pinpointing anybody, but you know, they they get in trouble with the law, they're beaten up 
wives or their husbands. They're you know they're causing problems. I mean, it, are you it, talking about the University of Louisville basketball team? <laughs> no, those that, that would be prisoners. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm kidding. Sorry. I'm kidding. You're totally kidding. <laughs> but um, uh, no, Wait seriously though, Chris you know, he'll have a fit. Do what? <laughs> Wait till my boy Chris hears that one. He's a diehard Louisville fan. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the, you know the point of that is is that they can have success, but they're not happy. You know, look at Robin Williams. You know, um, they get into drugs and they're depressed or they have crazy amounts of anxiety that instead of resolving or working through, they allow those things to destroy them and they end up leaving this early, this life early. Um, so to me, that success is a stressor. And we could even move this to people that fear success, which is a different perspective. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, what's your thoughts on that? And, and I give you mine. You know, I think that, uh, believe it or not, there are more people than, than most would probably understand or believe that actually fear success. And it could be fear of acknowledgement of whether it's performance or whether it's um, just, just being identified in some way. Some people are afraid of being successful and you know, I, I don't know that that's always a bad thing, I guess, now that I'm thinking about it, because it, it always keeps them kind of humble and hungry. It keeps them working. Um, but I think that to fear success is is to not understand. And, and I think that if you really dig into it, from my point of view, if you dig into it, it's probably um, – it, it probably has a lot of things to do with, with uh, maybe a lack of self-confidence. Um, yeah. if I had to just kind of shoot from the hip, you know, if someone is, is fearful of being successful, then I, I would, I would have to say there's probably some type of self-confidence, which again, with something else we could totally dig into at another point in time, yeah. uh, because that does play such a key part to this sport. Agreed. 80, mm, you know, 80, 90% of our doings are subconscious. They just, they're, they're almost automatic, you know, the way we respond to whatever, this is no different. So imagine this situation. Imagine us consciously. That's our that's our thoughts, our our open thoughts that we that we listen to, our that we hear. Imagine that saying, "I want to be. I want a podium. I want to be the best." But their subconscious says, "I don't want to stand out. I have. If I'm successful, that means I have higher expectations that I must maintain." because they're irrationally thinking that and maybe I have to I have to feel extraordinary and I'm not worthy of such a cause. Hmm. So on the outside you're thinking I want to be that but on the inside your subconscious is saying uh-uh hell with that I don't want anything yeah, to do with that. I don't want any part of that. And so what wins? Well, your subconscious is going to win and it's going to deteriorate whatever you're doing to ensure that you seek out whatever your subconscious wants you to seek out. It's just a different perspective and something I just happen to think about. Yeah, no, that's, that's a, that is a great, um, angle and take on something that is a highly sensitive issue with a lot of people. Um, so, you know, we've, we've pointed out a couple of things and we said, Hey, you know, uh, if you think about success, you're this, you're that let's, let's just kind of maybe brainstorm a couple of ideas of how to, how to help people, um, to maybe get away from be, making su- the word or the thought of being successful be the end-all, do-all. Do you have any type of, of uh, I don't know, worksheets or, or things people can do 
to kind of help themselves with that? Usually what I work when I work with athletes specifically, and of course it, you know, we talk, everything in this podcast is athlete based, but the things that you teach in this or speak about, the things that I do, the things that we come together and actually, I mean, the evolution should be that we kind of grow with this stuff, right? I mean, we're going to, you know, we may have 20 podcasts ago said one thing, but we've grown and learned since then to, or we've evolved and we've, we've changed. But at, at this juncture, when it comes to success, I just work with each individual to define it because it's not mine to define, but I do put in the work to make sure they understand that it's not about you when you when you succeed or fail that, that's not a stamp it's not a stamp that goes on your forehead that says you're a failure or that you succeed it has nothing to do with that whatsoever it basically just states that you have done probably what you shouldn't do and that's put an outcome goal on something that you really shouldn't you know if you know, if, if it's in order for me to be successful, uh, I must run a, you know, a sub 10 Ironman, let's say. There's a parameter. Yeah. Yep. So, so I've put a number out there. I've already started a problem because now I've put an outcome on something that I have almost no control over everything. Uh, obviously. What's that, what's that? What's that one word? Uh, what is it that makes diamonds? Pressure? Oh, pressure. Yeah. yeah. Cold of diamonds. Yeah. Do you, yes. right. So. Pressure, pressure. Yeah, I mean, immediate, immediate anxiety, um, lack, you know, fear of the fear of failure, obviously, will come into play with that. How about when things don't go quite as planned on the build up to it? You yeah. lose focus. Yeah, or you miss a workout or miss three or four and feel like, oh my God, I'm never going to be prepared now. Yep. So instead, what I teach people is do not live there, do not live in the outcome world. It's great to train with. So that your your coach has some plan for you. He knows where he or she knows where you want to go, and they're going to build the plan appropriately. But beyond that point, get rid of those because they don't they, they, they're no longer good for you. And so, how I help them is to understand goal setting, as you said, understanding that it doesn't create your um, you know your value structure, how others see you. In that, you know, go through, we go through the fears and too and say, look, you know, to be great, you're going to stand out, but that's part of being great. People look up to you. People don't like you and that's okay too. But what matters is what you do and what you give to the world. And so I try to give them a different perspective and then allow them to make their own decisions. So I don't really have, you know, like a forum or anything like that. It's more of a verbal conversation where we just, you know, we, I bring out all the things in a mentoring perspective that they need to think about. And then I have them kind of set with it for a while, come back the next week and then have them tell me what success means to them. And if it's even a value, because you can be successful, but you haven't, you know, you've not, you're just the next step. There's going to be something beyond that. It's like you went to 7,500 feet, you know, or whatever it was. And then you moved up to, you know, uh, 10,000 feet and you wanted more and more and more and more and more. So it's just a step. But if you just made it about goals and said, look, I'm reaching my next goal. Well, I succeeded at reaching that, that goal. And that goal was uh, I'm going to improve on my process work, which will improve right. my process or my performance, which will then improve my outcomes by it, default. It just, it just feeds on and on. Yeah. And on. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, no, that absolutely does. And that's, you know, that's something that even, even I, I realized this a couple weeks ago, you know, I'm, uh, I've been, I've been coaching for a few years now and, and my, um, I've been doing it full time for about three months. And what I did initially, and, and you kind of walked through this with me and, and probably experienced it from the outside. And it's just kind of my own quick story about it. But, um, I put, I put, let's just say I put a number on what it would take for me to be successful as a business owner. And so I lived through this in the past eight, 10 weeks, I've lived through this. And I realized there was so much pressure that when we finished up with the Shreveport track camp a couple of weeks ago, I came back and got to the house and you know what? I didn't want to do anything triathlon related for a month. Like as soon as I got back, I was like, Oh my God. Cause usually I got, I have the weekend to kind of somewhat reset and just take a quick downtime because during the day, you know, as well as I know during the day, I'm working eight, 10 hours and I'm just yeah. steadily hammering away new ideas and just, I'm all over the place. And I was just so mentally exhausted from that camp. It was just, it was a ton of fun. But it was, you know, a ton of mental processing. And I, it, it took Kendall to kind of tell me, you know what, you just need to take a break. Like you need to go ride your bike. You need to go fishing. You need to go golfing. You need to do things and get away from the business and the triathlon side of it. Sure. And for me, I had put so much pressure on myself because of my definition of success. Yeah. I, you know, I had to have X, Y, and Z before I felt like I was successful. And that's not the way to approach it. I'm a living, uh, living proof that that's, you know, that's, that's not how it is. Um, and so, you know, just what you were saying kind of helps me as I'm, as I'm healing and learning through this as well. Yeah. That's the number one question. I don't care if you are a mental coach, if you're the sports psychologist of the world, if you are a triathlete coach, I don't care if you're whatever level or a CrossFit coach, what is your def definition of success? What does that mean to you? Because the, that, the result of that question is a determining factor for what they're, how they're going to take and see what you provide them and the results that they get. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it definitely, definitely does. So, you know, if, if I'm talking to one guy, he may say, well, success means um, that, well, I, I need to be able to run it. I need to do a eight minute mile marathon. And so now I understand where his mind is from, from a certain perspective that maybe he doesn't understand goal setting. My next question will be, hey, do you recognize these three words, performance, per, um, process and outcome? And if they do or don't, gives me another whole direction to, to kind of coach them about what they're getting ready to get into instead of just allowing them to, you know, that's just one of those where we don't talk about it. What is success? And then right. we drive it too. You were successful. No, you, you did a great job, you know, because um, right, right. we oftentimes too, as coaches say, man, such a huge success. It was a huge success to get, you know, I've worked with some people and the growth they've developed in just one one hour session is ridiculous. Yep. Yep. And I could go, well, that was, you were super, super successful, but you know, that could skew them because they felt they were really successful or maybe they didn't feel they were at all because again, that's so subjective. Uh, it, just, it is. It, it definitely is. And that's, you know, we kind of chatted about it a little before we got on here, but you know, it's, it's just like an act, an athlete that has a goal race an a race, you know, we already put kind of big pressure on that, that event to, to perform at our best. And we go to that event and, you know, the longer the race, 
the more opportunity that, or the, the, the less control of certain things that you have, you know, it's, it could be nutrition. It could be a flat tire. It could be wind. It could be rain. It could be somebody crashes into you. It could be a, just a plethora of things. The longer you're out there racing and at the end of the day, you go out and things don't go exactly as you think you wanted them to go. Right. And then all of a sudden you flip mindset from a confident, powerful, um, very in control and balanced person to questioning, essentially questioning your being, questioning your triathlon career, questioning your abilities, questioning yourself to the core. Well, just because things didn't go your way doesn't mean you're not successful. You still qualified for X, Y, and Z race, or you still watch this as a coach, getting an athlete. If we want, if we want to use the word success, the way that, that most of the world uses it, Getting an athlete to the start line healthy and fit is a success. Right. Because you're talking anywhere from 12 to, you know, sometimes 30 weeks people prepping for events. And so, you know, you get out there and getting someone to the start line is like, hey, you might as well have won this race in my book. Just go have fun. You know, and so, uh, but anyway, we kind of we let that success, like you said, like we said at the very beginning, and kind of segue back into that is uh, we let that, that, word success or our visualization of what success would look like to define who we are and what we are good at and, and, and not good at. Yeah. And if you thought about success as you do anxiety, because anxiety is anything futuristic, it's the uncertainty, it's the unknowns, uh, that's actually generally can come from thinking about will I or will I not be successful? The if, if this happens, then so forth. So we're looking, when we think about successes, it's futuristic. And the problem with that is, again, we get fouled up with that focus on what we're looking at right now. The only thing that's, more, that's more important at this very minute is that next pedal stroke or that next you know, that next foot planting on the ground, the next it, breath, the next breath, that that moment, that's all that matters because the success can't come from that. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. It comes from that. It's a, it's a futuristic thing, especially the way most people think about it. Although I don't think that's the right thing to do, but instead of worrying about whether I'm going to be successful by running, you know, a sub 10 hour marathon, just focus on what you have to do every minute. And give it yep. everything that you have built upon your training plan. And it's it's like I tell some of the athletes, dude, it's 100% every day. It's 100% off if you're off. It means nothing. It's 100% effort, even if it's a light day. And that's hard for some people to understand. Oh, but my God, yeah. Give 100% of a light day. 100%. That doesn't mean go mid or go high for a few minutes. That means give it what the plan states. Yep. And if you do that, your result will be X. And if that, if you want to grow upon that, well, then you continue to work on it and you grow upon it and then you go race and then you get an outcome and the outcome you're like, I can do better than that. Well, great. Let's keep working. Let's work go harder. Right. Yep. I mean, you keep going up the hill, you keep going yep. up the mountain and, and we, we put the success so far in front of the work Hell, we haven't even done it in sometimes. We haven't exactly. even started, and we're already worried right. about the outcome. Well, right. I, if 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 I don't, you know, if if I don't do this in less than thirteen, all my my coworkers or the people that are my peers or in my master's group are going to think I'm pretty worthless. Well, 
Well, if you think that way, you're probably going to feel pretty worthless. Yep. So don't you think know, that way. That's funny that you bring that up because, you know, uh, you know, we launched this, this platform a few weeks ago and we've reached international raving international success, as you know. Right. Um, and now we have five listeners. Um, the fifth one <laughs> is not a member of either of our family. And they actually sent me a note the other day. They don't want to be mentioned, but they, they asked if there is anything that, that Craig, they said specifically you, obviously they don't care about what I have to say, but, um, <laughs> They asked if there's anything that Craig could come up with that is kind of easy and kind of brief that could help them to stay in that moment. They say they struggle to stay in that moment. I think our focus uh, chat is what that came off of. But they ask if there's if there's some type of um, imagery, if there's something, you, some type of you know mantra, something that can help an athlete to stay in that moment. Is that a question? That is a question from uh, our fifth listener. Calm and steady. Calm and steady. I like calm and steady. Everyone's different, but yeah, it's a mantra. Uh, you, you don't want to think, you know, the key to that focus piece is it's all about not thinking about what you're doing, so to speak. I, I think it's important to have a, you know, do a CT scan of yourself just to make sure everything's okay and, and going well, but you don't, we don't, we don't focus on it. What we're focused on is nice, calm, and steady. You know, do what we do every day and think about it over and over again. Maybe someone says, you know, we've had athletes that, that use, I am a champion. You know, yep. I'm a champion. It's all I think about. It's all that matters because when you, when you make the focus about a word or a phrase, as long as you repeat it to yourself, you can't do anything else. How about this? If you don't like riding your bike up hills... While you're riding that hill, you must say aloud, I love hills yeah. over and yes. over and over. And guess what? You're at the top of the hill. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Good you stuff. Good stuff. You definitely don't want to uh, obviously focus on the things you don't like or, you know, I, I, again, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not a fan of, um, you know, embracing the suck or uh, I, I hate something uh, so make sure it's a positive comment. Make sure it's a positive thought. I, I think visualization works really, really well prior. Uh, I, I just, I haven't had a lot of success in it when it comes to, and, and people, somebody less to say, well, I use visualization all the time when I'm racing or when I'm running and that's fine. Uh, it, it just hasn't been the, the better of the options. The mantras have really worked very, very well. The, the imagery, the, the visualizations work amazing it, when you plan with it, when you use it prior to the race as right, to right. as to literally lay out your day and how it's going to happen. And even the things that don't go well, uh, you know, we kind of got off on a tangent there, but uh, I hope that worked. Hope that. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully uh, I'm sure they'll listen to it. They've, they've really enjoyed what we had, but I wanted to, to pass that off. So yeah. uh, I guess in the, in the sake of keeping it short and sweet, like we're trying to do, we're trying to turn over a new leaf here. Um, and basically it's just, you talk more because I end up getting carried away and you can control things better, but that's okay. I'm, I'm well, good with that. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I just, here's the thing is if we focus on what we want to accomplish for today, we, we must look at this from a 10,000 foot view to kind of get an idea of where we want to go. But from that point forward, we zoom in and we just do the best we can today. I mean, uh, you and I said this earlier, the world needs you, the listener, the world needs your greatness. There is nothing you cannot do 
if you put your mind to it and and don't allow these words which some will define as one and others define as something completely different to get in your way and as I, as my mantra is demand the impossible and don't worry about whether it's successful just worry about growing and learning and as long as you continue to grow and as long as you continue to learn you know let me let me throw this one question here if failure is not an option what can you do ooh Ooh. If like you that. cannot fail, if I could validate that an athlete or even whoever it is that's listening to this could never fail unless they quit, they could never fail. What's the possibilities? Uh, one word comes to mind, and that's endless. Exactly. And the only difference between those who feel like they can and can't fail is how they define the word. And then how are they attaching that to that success? Because as long as you, you know, as we talked about before in other sessions, if you put a target out there and you shoot at it with a gun and you miss the target, you didn't fail. You, you just missed the target. So you work a little harder you make some adjustments, you do it again. Next thing you know, before too long, you're hitting the target. But now the target isn't far enough away, and now I've conquered that. And so we push a little further. And so if you think about it as goal setting to learn and grow, and your goals will continue to move forward, you can't fail as long as you keep pursuing them. Sometimes, you know, the other piece of that is we feel like, well, because uh, Craig Willard was able to go from zero to marathon in three weeks, everyone else can. And that's just not true. Everyone has their own timeline and depends on how much effort and hard work and commitment and everything else that goes into it. Everyone's timeline is different and yours cannot be considered successfully or, or I'm sorry, successful or a failure based upon someone else's, you know, how long yes. someone else did it. Yes. You know, what I love it, that. I think if I remember correctly, like Matt Hansen has only been doing this for five, six years. Yeah, I believe. And so, you know, at some points uh, I've had a conversation with him and he, he talks about that. He's like, I feel like kind of a rookie, but you know, on the other side, you know, some people have been doing it for 15 or 20 years. It's just the quality of that work that you're putting in. And as long right. as you are learning and growing and never stopping, you don't fail. Yep. So at that point, really, anyone can do anything. It's endless. All they have to do is put forth the effort and continue to learn and grow. Yep, absolutely. Love that. Love that. Love that. Anything else you want to add to that before we kind of wrap this thing up? Man, I think that I don't think we could have put the icing any, any better on that mm -hmm. cake. Well, as usual, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, performance on demand podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get questions, uh, comments, uh, find us on iTunes. You can, uh, please comment. Even if it's bad, we need to know that, uh, hope that it's not, but if it is, please let us know. Um, tell your friends about it. Anything we can do to help you. That's why we're here. Jeremy, anything else? Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, last week is when we stopped, uh, was a deadline for accepting smoke signals. So, uh, if you, if you do it that way, you're just kind of SOL. Yeah. Not going to work out. Yeah. Not you gotta, you. you gotta talk to us, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. This is about you. 
this is what we can offer, but this is really about you. And we have to ensure that you get what you need. So we're asking for your help. You know, you said that the funniest thing about this is, 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 yeah, we have experience in our, in our certain areas, uh, but we're really just two guys chatting. That's the beauty yeah. of all this is this is not like we write down some questions and say, okay, Craig, you got to be sure you say X, Y, and Z. Like we're just shooting from the hip and sometimes yeah. we ramble on, but it's just two guys who have opinions on things that uh, have knowledge in certain areas and we're not afraid to state our opinions, yeah. right, wrong, or indifferent. There are opinions. And uh, you know, the funny part is, is that there's been a lot of people that have connected with, with our opinions. And yeah. it's, for, for me, um, it's very humbling because, again, you know, like we were talking about uh, the whole fear of success. It's like, am I worthy of people? We've had this discussion. Am I worthy of people listening to what I have to say? Yes. Yeah, it's true. And yeah. and and that's something that you and I have discussed. And maybe we can have another chat on that another day. But um, it is it is something that's very powerful. But you know, to ha- to have friends commenting on posts and sharing it, and and you know, the people texting and stuff. And oh yeah, you know, I'm listening to such and such podcast. It's like that's really cool. You know, we're actually in a position to where, um, we do have things that people want to listen to and, and hear about and, and we are helping to empower people. Absolutely. I, the last thing I'll say before we get to our questions, you, the listener will find complete evolution over time for us. And we I think to, that's, hang on, hang on. We need to name the listener. You can't just say you, the listener. I don't, um, Hmm, good question. <laughs> we'll think on that one. Yeah, we'll think about it. But the, the key here is that, you know, if you think about politics, you think about uh, all the people that focus on every word that a politician says. And if it is not the same thing from 10 years ago, then you're you're obviously confused. But the reality of it is we want to continue to learn. We want to continue to grow. And this podcast is no different and you may even find evolution in us from the time we get on this podcast 40 minutes later we change a bit but that's really what it's all about it's about taking this information learning from it adjusting because we're we're growth minded and not fixed so we're growth minded we're always seeking more information better understanding and even changing of philosophies to to better match with not only our athletes but our real core beliefs. And I just want to throw that in there. No, that's that's exactly what all this is about. Yeah. Okay. Questions. 1 through 16, this is your turn. You get to ask me or tell me which number you want. We're going to ask three questions. These are kind of fun and I'm Let's excited. go with uh number 14 right off the top. 14. Okay. If you had <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> if you <laughs> if you had yeah, your human thing. body but the head of an animal, what animal would you pick? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the head of an animal? Yes. I, I would say um a uh, chipmunk to match oh. my uh massive arms and my and chicken legs. Chest. <laughs> What an awkward, a weird question. Chipmunk. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I at least thought you would say a tiger or, or maybe maybe a gazelle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm going to go back to what I always do. I say, if you want to be a lion, you got to do what lions do all yeah, the yeah. time. And so, you know, if I had a if I had a head, it'd be a lion. <laughs> I'm I am moving. 
I you know, I'm trying to chase that that slowest gazelle. I like it. I like it. Picking off the weak ones. I'll see how you are. Pick on somebody your own size. (laughs) Uh, Or I'd like to go to that chipmunk. Either way, whatever. All right, either one. All right, give me another number. One Uh, through sixteen minus fourteen. Sixteen minus fourteen is two. Oh boy, (laughs) I love this. Why do dogs like to smell? I'm sorry. (laughs) Why do dogs like the smell of other dogs' butt? Uh, I pulled this off the internet. No kidding. Well, it's funny because I actually pulled up one earlier and I read that exact question (laughs) on there, and I'm like, that's such a weird question to ask somebody. I was hoping Um, you'd say it because I don't even know, but you got to answer it now. Yeah, you know, I I think that um, a a dog's butt is very similar to a person's eyes, and a dog has to smell their butt, such as we look into someone's eyes to learn more about them. So you got to sniff a butt every now and then. (laughs) Is the takeaway from that? I don't know. Uh, If I had to guess. You know, you can get to know someone by what they eat. <laughs> oh, oh, we're done here. <laughs> we're done. Uh, just kidding. I don't even know. Uh, I'm going to go with what you said. <laughs> I don't really know. All right. Let's uh, let's see. Two, 14. One more. Uh, let's go with eight. We'll meet in the middle. If you had to eat a worm, how would you cook it? <laughs> Well, I, ha- I this is one area I happen to have experience in. I may or may not have eaten several nightcrawlers in my life. Um, some were for money and some were just because they said I wouldn't. Um, so actually, I would – that is much like sushi and it just goes down best raw. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I would fry it till it was about nothing. <laughs> and I would crumble it up into rocks. And <laughs> smash it, smash it, and stink. chew on it. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't want anything, any juices spewing out of that thing. Yeah, not so much. Not yeah. so much. Anyway, all right. Well, let's do one more. One more. Do right, one more. Right, let's do one more. So we'll go with uh, ten. All right. Hmm. What do people of China call their good plates? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't even know where to start with this one. <laughs> uh, I wish I'd have taken that Chinese class years ago. I know uh, what they're plates. I, I, I guarantee got, you I they're not probably American. They're not American plates. I can assure you of that. I, would they call them fine china? Uh, Why wouldn't they? I guess they would. Yeah. It's fine china from China. Yeah, It's like the whole, uh, why do you drive on a parkway and park, park on, a, on driveway? a driveway? Only in America. <laughs> Yeah, if I had to say, I'd probably they just call them their good plates. <laughs> They're good plates. I like that. I can go with that. Okay. All right. Good well, good stuff. Uh, got anything else to say before we wrap this up? No, that's it. You know, All it's right. just uh, you know, for for my athletes that are that are out there listening, you know, just keep putting in the work. You guys are, I mean, as as Craig's seen through some results and everything else, I believe that um, everybody's making huge strides, and we've got a few new members to the team and. You know, we got some members that just completed a 175-mile bike ride. Isn't that crazy? Got an athlete that just finished the Ironman World Championships, 70.3 World Championships. Yeah. Um, got some iron distance races coming up. Got some late-season half Ironmans. Got some sprint races. And it's so, as a coach, it's so inspiring um, to be a part of that. You know, I've said it before, and I won't go into it too much, but it just just keep putting in the work. And, you know, if you're not one of our athletes, this isn't a sales pitch. 
just keep putting in the work. Let us know yeah. about it. Tell us, you know, shoot us a shoot us a, a message on um, uh, perform, uh, performance on demand and say, hey, I just completed, you know, I just completed a thirty mile bike ride, longest bike ride ever. We love stuff like that. Even if yep. you know, even if you're not a mind ride athlete or a uh, you know you discovered um, client, you know, yeah. just give us a shout and say, hey, I just did something really freaking awesome. Yeah, we love that, and we'll we'll share it. We'll share. Yeah, it. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't care who you. I don't care who it is. I don't yeah, care if you. Today, it's it's all about people getting yeah. better, tearing down these self-imposed barriers and really getting to experience life and true happiness. Absolutely. And if, and two, if you want to, you know, if you'd like to get on the show and talk about something, uh, you know, I'm, you know, or quiz us or ask us, this? I don't care. I will, I will offer one month free coaching Uh-oh. to the first person that says, I want to be on an interview with you guys. I want to come Ooh. on there and hang out and chat one month free coaching. Wow. Very good. You know yeah, what? You know what? That, right? I'll add, I'll add a month to it. There we go. See, so we got a month of, co- month of coaching, yep. uh, mental coaching, and um, I guess endurance, endurance coaching, coaching yeah. Yeah. for the first person that wants to be interviewed on this podcast. You know, not even interviewed. Heck, let them come on and interview us. Hey, let's, that works too. Come on hey, and chat. Grab a beer, pull up a chair, and let's chat. Just get on, and we will, uh, we will we'll take care of the rest. Uh, email us. Performance about, on demand podcast. This? You got to let us know by the end of the week, though. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe that'll be, maybe that'll be our thing. We'll have a special guest next week, and uh, first one, first one that reaches out to us, we'll uh, we'll make it happen. Okay. So by this is uh, the thirtieth of August. By yep. September fourth, the first email in performance on demand podcast at gmail.com will receive one month free coaching. Of endurance coaching, one month of free psychology coaching, and you will be on our next podcast. Can't beat it. I mean, I tell you, everybody loves free stuff to come on here and hang out. And you chat. know, we only have that, you know, five people. So it's <laughs> well, hopefully, it's not my mom. <laughs> hopefully, it's not mine. Oh, uh, man. Anyway, your mom than my mom. <laughs> that's right. So just remember, everyone, success is yours to define. If you choose to define it at all, it's not even necessary. Just make sure that you are living your life as happy as you possibly can. And remember that whatever today you do, tomorrow you can do better if you want. That's you know it for you. Know, to, add, to add to that, though, like you said, you know, success can be what you want it to be. Um, and I think that along that way, whatever you whatever you want success to be, you should demand the impossible. Demand That's absolutely what impossible. you should do. Yeah, because if you don't demand it, I guarantee you, you'll never get it. It's not coming. It's not yeah. coming. All right, not buddy. What's better? All, All right. right well, that wraps it up. Thanks, everyone. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you've got till September the 4th. You exit music now. Go. Go.